0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Excellent. Wrapping up a lovely weekend. It
1: was a very nice weekend. It was. Yes. So I laid out the stories today, so we're going to see how this goes. Okay. All right. Um, We're going to start in Hollywood Studios. Uh, the Frozen sing-along has returned to Hollywood Studios. Well, it hasn't returned yet. Oh, okay. When o- is it returning?
0: Monday, October 5th. Okay, soon. You can join Eric and Aria, who are the royal historians of the, the town of Arendelle, for a comic retelling of the unique story of their kingdom. Uh, there might also be a special appearance by a few princesses and nice. maybe an ice salesman or two. Now, does this
1: have its own theater? It does. Indoor or outdoor? It's indoor. Okay.
0: It used to be the American Idol
1: right experience.
0: Okay. Uh, theater. Right. Uh, so that will return on the fifth, and that is the first time in forever a Frozen sing along celebration. Uh, that show has been there now. I can't believe it's been there for six years already. Hmm. Um, but uh, it's um, I don't I don't want to say there's some audience participation involved. Uh, but you know it's fun. They have a yeah. big sing along at the well. End. I mean,
1: it's a sing along. So, so there's some audience participation. Right. Just- Just with the singing.
0: So that's not all that is happening, but... um, The The highlight. That's that's the highlight. The Mickey and Friends Motorcade uh, will be occurring, and that is Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and Friends Chip and Dale um, will be happening down the street. The Pixar Pals Motorcade will have the Incredibles Woody Buzz Lightyear and others coming down the street with the Green Army Drum Corps. And then there's also a Disney Junior Star Motorcade with uh, Fancy Nancy, Doc McStuffins, and Vampirina.
1: Those aren't new though, right? I mean, they've been doing the motorcades for a while. Well, I think.
0: they're, uh, I guess it's new, new-ish. Uh, they're advertising these as new and returning entertainment experiences at Hollywood Studios. So the only one that's really returning is the Frozen sing-along. Right. Um, but the other ones
1: The motorcades are, are new, but they were new they a were month new and with, a half ago or pandemic. two months ago, mm-hmm. whatever okay also in hollywood studios plexiglass dividers were added to tower of terror ride vehicles
0: yeah which which makes sense yes uh they added them last week to the star wars rise of the resistance ride vehicles um and now (laughs) and now these plexiglass dividers have been added to the tower of terror so obviously they can fit more people on
1: it's a good move
0: yep
1: and we're gonna see a lot more of this And then going over to Epcot, uh, Disney's Magic Moments uh, talks about Mariachi Cobra.
0: That's right. It is the end of, uh, we're coming to the end of September, which also happens to be Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, So uh, Mariachi Cobra has a nice song and it's a uh, a history lesson
1: set to music.
0: Set to music. Cute. Yeah.
1: Okay, now the stuff that I'm really excited about. This is the news of the day. Okay. There's a couple of things in Epcot that are reopening. Yes. At the top of the list, something that I think I talked about the last show, the Yorkshire Fish Shop is reopening. Well,
0: obviously the folks at Disney listen to this show of course because they, do. they know how upset you were that the fish and chip shop was not open.
1: Yeah. They were like, we better get this open before Cheryl gets
0: here. That's right. So, um, let's see, it says it reopens. So I believe it is reopened as of, uh, as of today.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's photos online of people in line for it. So yeah. it's open now.
0: And you know, like a lot of the restaurants, um, the menu has been modified. There's no dessert options. Uh, it's just essentially fish and chips. And then uh, cuties, uh, Mandarin, a three-pack of Mandarin cuties for $4.19. Mm. Um, and then drinks.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you, they didn't offer that much more bef-
0: you, before. You, you can also get bass ale or a harp lager. So they still have drift. hot tea? They have Twinnings English breakfast tea for three twenty nine.
1: That's 29 All I need is my tea and my uh, fish and chips, and I'm good to go.
0: So, it's nice to see that they are back open and uh, running.
1: Yes. Um,
0: there is a seating area across from that. They've added a bunch of tables throughout.
1: Oh, that's amazing.
0: Throughout the United Kingdom Pavilion. And uh, the adjacent seating area next to the restaurant uh, right now, uh, or, or the kiosk, uh, is a mask relaxation station.
1: Oh, well, I guess, I mean, can you but eat you in eat anyway. a mask relaxation yeah. station, right? Right. Okay. So that's good. It's just they probably had to put more tables out because you're going to have people who are sitting there who aren't actually eating, mm-hmm. just who are relaxing. So that does make sense.
0: Yeah. And as you look at the pictures of it, um, you know, social distancing, the queue goes well out into the United Kingdom Pavilion. Uh, alongside some of the planters down the walkway. Yeah, so. I mean, that's
1: always a long line anyhow, yeah. so.
0: but now when you put six feet between yourself and the yeah. person in front of you, it's just that much longer.
1: I will be in that line in December, and I cannot wait. Hopefully. No, don't if we hopefully. If I can't. No it'll be
0: nice we're to finally to get go. down there.
1: I know. All right, um, and then another reopening in Epcot, um, also in the country's area, in Germany, Summerfest has opened.
0: That's right. The Summerfest uh, is a place that I would only go to get uh, a pretzel. A
1: big pretzel? Because
0: I don't. Uh... It's a
1: big expensive pretzel.
0: It is. Uh, jumbo pretzels. What do you think a jumbo pretzel is going to l- I think these
1: it's
0: like days? $12, isn't it?
1: $9.39. Okay. Fish yeah. and
0: chips was just under $12. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: but a pretzel for $9.39, and I do not believe that includes any type of cheese sauce. Um, but uh, Summerfest is a place to get some quick, uh, they, they call it a quick service location but all you can get there for food is a jumble pretzel
1: right it's mostly beer
0: and it's beer and wines um, wines and wines and stumps wines and steins beers and steins <laughs> um, wines and steins that'd be a nice little liquor store name it would uh, once again social distancing markers leading up to the corners uh, they do have menus posted throughout the queue so you can Get an idea of what you're ordering. That's good. Uh, yeah, before you get as, there. as you're in line, and I think that's a nice idea. They've they've incorporated the menus into the stanchions yeah. uh, that are on the in the queue. Yeah. Now, the bad part of that is that every you know four year old kid is is touching that thing. So, but
1: the adults don't need to touch it. That is true. So, I mean, the four year old kids are touching everything. So, all the four year olds are going to have COVID. But uh, hopefully, everybody else can keep away. And then I didn't even realize this was closed, uh, but it does matter to me. It is reopening now, the Kringla Bakery.
0: Oh my goodness, Kringla Bakery Oog Cafe, uh, once again opening with a limited menu. Mm-hmm.
1: Do they sell school, school bread? bread? Is, okay,
0: is on the menu. How
1: about what else do I like there? Um, what's the? They put the butter between.
0: Well, I'll tell you what's there and what's on the menu. I like in the almond
1: um, pretzels.
0: So school bread. Apparently, they were selling from the Norway snack carts. You didn't okay. have to wait in line. Um, but they're they are gone from the snack carts and now, once again, in the Kringla Bakery. Um, they the almond pretzels? I am looking. And their menu right now conser- con- uh, consists of school bread, which is a sweet roll filled with custard dipped in coconut. Norwegian Kringla, which is a pretzel-shaped pastry with assorted toppings, almonds or chocolate. Ah, yep. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, I believe that's what they yep, are. Yep, I like that. And then the last one is the Lefsee. Which is a soft flatbread rolled with cinnamon sugar and butter. Now, yeah,
1: that's I can't the believe other one I've that never I like. had. That. Oh my gosh, it's so good.
0: That's kind of it's almost like a a cross between a churro and a fried dough, probably. A Little cinnamon sugar on it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you know when I make cinnamon sugar toast. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had cinnamon sugar toast when I make it? Yes. Yeah, like that. You know, I put toast, I butter the toast, and then I put a little cinnamon sugar on it. I mean, it's warm butter. This is cold.
0: Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like a tortilla.
1: Yeah, this is cold butter. They're cre- they're almost like crepes.
0: Yep. So the the tough thing there is, uh, you know, they used to have grab-and-go beverages. You could grab a bottled soda, a bottled water. They no longer have that. Uh, you can ask for a bottled water, and they will provide it to you. But they do have fountain sodas available uh, of the Coke variety, uh, and then Joffrey's Cold Brew, espresso cappuccino, or a cafe latte, as well as uh, Nordic draft beer and Viking coffee.
1: They also probably have hot tea there. I feel like I've gotten um, it
0: there. I do not see hot tea on their menu. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. Okay, well, Sadness. It is a little sad. All right. So enough with uh, Epcot. How about Animal Kingdom? There's some big happenings over there. Well, at least for one mama.
0: That is true. Um, actually, this past Friday was the debut on Disney Plus, actually in the National Geographic section on the Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, we did watch the first episode Uh, We watched a giraffe get her nails filed (laughs) uh, and uh, we watched an elephant get a checkup. So it was, uh, it was a good show. It looks like it's going to be pretty interesting if you enjoy the animals and and what's going on there. Uh, But on premiere day, uh, there was another premiere and they actually gave birth to a baby. Well, they didn't give birth. (laughs) A, 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 A baby female Maasai giraffe was born um, on, uh, last week, on Tuesday, actually. Um, but she was 156 pounds at birth and she is healthy and actively nursing and is apparently feisty. Um, her mom is a giraffe by the name of Mara. Uh, they will both stay backstage until the baby meets all of her developmental milestones, but they do expect her to be on the herd in the f- next few weeks. What's her name? Uh, she is unnamed as of yet. They, oh. they usually have a contest. Mm. Um, This is Mara's second birth. Mara uh, gave birth in January 2019 to her first calf named Jabari. Um, This is the second successful pairing of Mara and the calf's dad, George. (laughs) George. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we've talked about Disney and their conservation efforts before. Uh, This mating program that they have. Uh, is part of the species survival plan for the Maasai giraffes because their numbers are low. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they do what they can to, um, you know, pair them up and uh, make babies. Yeah. Which apparently Mara is very good at. Good. Yeah.
1: You know what species is also having a little trouble surviving? What's that? The uh, Grand and Society Orchestra.
0: That is true. See, you see, your stories are just all jumbled up. We jump from up. the Animal They're... Kingdom to the... We're
1: moving to resorts. We finished with, okay. we finished with the, the parks. Uh, okay.
0: Right. The Florida
1: parks. Now so
0: you may remember a few weeks ago, we mentioned that the Grand Floridian removed the bandstand, <clears throat> the temporary bandstand for the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. Uh, they were upstairs, but they were moved as part of the construction project to the lounge up there. So they put a temporary bandstand on the first floor. That bandstand was disassembled. And then the orchestra was called to duty over in Hollywood Studios at the Beauty and the Beast stage to uh, take part in a show over there. And I can't remember what the name of it was, uh, but it was in the Theater of the Stars. And it was uh, a temporary show filler until all of the equity actors came back and Beauty and the Beast live on stage returns. Well, the uh, Disney Society Orchestra has been notified that after 32 years of playing music together on the Walt Disney World properties, um, October 3rd will be their last day. That will be their last performance in Hollywood Studios, and they will not be returning to the Grand Floridian Resort. It's crap. Now, this is just sad because it's, you know, over the past few years, uh, Disney has removed some long-term favorites, acts, performers, uh, in, you know, cost-saving measures. Uh, but
1: the thing is, I can sort of understand cost-saving measures now. And if this hadn't happened previous to pan- the pandemic, I would say they're doing what they have to do to try to like, keep their numbers, you know, stay profitable. But when they were at their most profitable you know, two years ago, right. they were doing the same thing right. and letting people go. So this isn't just about um, being profitable in a time that's difficult. It was always about making every last dollar you could at the expense of
0: your guest satisfaction.
1: Yeah, your guest satisfaction and these hardworking artists. Right,
0: and I, I think for me, a lot of it is, you know, you saw bands like Off Kilter get fired Ugh, from that Canada. Made me angry. You saw the Candy Maker in Japan. Yep, uh, she lost her job. Um, the, the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. Now you, you may not, you, you may not go and listen to the orchestra, but you know what? If you're in the Grand Floridian, you know, they've got the pianist in the lobby. Sometimes they've got the Grand Floridian Orchestra. It plays into the theming of the resort. They can play music over the loudspeaker, yeah. but they didn't. They had live musicians playing as part of the ambiance. And now when you walk through there, it's going to be You know, some tinny sound of some CD that they've got of some big band music that fits the era, but it does nothing for, you know. Nothing
1: for culture. Nothing for, I mean, you know, you're in there, you paid $600 a night to stay there. You're walking through with your kids and to be able to say, like, you stop and watch and see these people actually playing these instruments and say to your kid, like, oh, look, you know, this one's playing the oboe and this one's whatever they're playing. You know, it's it's a, this learning opportunity. It's bringing real culture to to people. Isn't that a huge part of what Disney's supposed to be?
0: It's not just an amusement park, and it's not just culture. It's it's ambiance. Yeah. And well, yes, they're they're slowly, you know, they're they're slowly removing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, they already the people who uh, performed on um, the main street there in Hollywood Studios. what were they called? The citizens atmosphere of Hollywood. or something. Street-masphere. Street-masphere. Street atmosphere. Yeah, they're still they, around. They got rid of some of them. They though.
0: did get rid of some of them. Yeah. Uh, they're still around. You know, the Jammeters are still around in Epcot. Um, but, you know, they, they've gotten rid of – and Epcot seems to have gotten it the worst. You uh-huh. know, the Chinese acrobats. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, acrobats uh, who performed over by the fountain. Uh, you know, they were the family, the, th- the three people in the family right. who they held each other up and they did yeah. the crazy handstands and yeah. stuff. Um, but it's it's like – how much more can you take away?
1: Yeah. Over in Animal Kingdom, they took away the people that used to dance there in Africa. Right. That was huge. Yeah.
0: yeah. Huge. The band. Um, they're just taking these little parts away. And I'm sure if the guests paid for the songs that they played, you know, they would keep them because they'd be making money. Um, I think- they're just
1: trying to take away everything they think nobody's going to notice. Right. And that... it the whole idea, the whole reason that I think Disney does so well and people love it and keep coming back, is all these little touches that you don't even know you're enjoying. Right. But it's not just an amusement park; there's more to it, and you can feel that when they're there. And as they take these things away, you're going to feel that a lot less. Right.
0: I think the only act that they will not get rid of would be the Dapper Dans. Mm.
1: Who knows? But I wouldn't. I wouldn't put money on it.
0: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But I think they would if if somebody had to be last to go, it would be that group. Yeah, maybe.
1: All right. um, So they're definitely not making any money over at Alani. They just reopened, um, but it's really hard for people to travel over there. So they are offering a pretty uh, decent discount.
0: Yes. So they are offering for guests of Alani as part of their phased reopening, which is going to begin on November 1st. They now have a new offer. If you book between now and December 17th, you can save up to 35% on your stay. If you are staying for three consecutive nights, you can save 25%. If you stay four nights, you can save 30%. And if you stay five or more consecutive nights, uh, you can save up to 35%. Um, So that can be, I'm sorry, travel dates are between now and December 21st. Booking has to be before Um, October 24th. So you've got about a month and a half, if you'd like, or a month, if you'd like to go to Wani. If anyone is interested, Tony is a travel agent. That is true.
1: All right. Um, Halloween at Walt Disney World. They are having,
0: uh, there's
1: a little bit of Halloween costume inspiration from the Disney Parks blog.
0: Excellent. Um, Would you like to talk about this story?
1: Not really, but sure. Um, It's just... It's on the Disney Parks blog, and they are just trying to give you some ideas of what you might want to be that's Disney-themed uh, for your Halloween costume. So, some of the, – they're, of course, available on ShopDisney.com. Right. Um, a Mr. Incredible costume for adults. A Mrs. Incredible costume for adults. And then they have some Disney villains. Uh, Maleficent, A Maleficent costume with a tutu. Hmm. And an Evil Queen costume with a tutu. These are for adults. Uh, They also have um, an Oogie Boogie Prestige costume and an Ursula costume. These are all for adults. And then also for adults, uh, uh, Elsa, Anna. Um, And then for the kids, they have a Mickey Mouse costume for babies, a Belle costume for a baby, and a Buzz Lightyear costume for a baby. And for kids, Spider-Man, Chewbacca, and Snow White. Excellent. Um, And then they also, let's see, oh, for your pets. You can dress your pet as Olaf, Tinkerbell, or, oh, the child from The Mandalorian. Nice. Baby Yoda. Nice. Yeah, I would like to dress. Can we dress our bunny as the child? Sure. That would be so awesome. I think
0: one of my favorite costumes is if you've got twins, uh, the slinky dog, where you put one in the front and one in the back. Oh, yeah, those are cute. You know, uh, slinky in between them.
1: Right. So I hope you enjoyed our ad for uh, shopdisney.com. Yes,
0: and if uh, you know, I'm just wondering if anybody does do any Disney-themed costumes. You know, maybe post it on our page if you've done a Disney-related costume in the past. I think maybe I'll post our pictures. Oh from, yeah, those uh, were
1: good from, from
0: our trip what two to, years ago? Two years ago to the not so scary Halloween party where yeah. we were, uh, you and I were uh, Russell and Kevin from mm-hmm. Up, and the girls were Lilo and Stitch.
1: Yes. All right. Um, at Tokyo Disney, they are giving you a first look at some experiences that are coming to Tokyo Disneyland before they open.
0: That's right. Check out the video links on our page. Um, they have just redone um, the, some new attractions in the park. One of them mm-hmm. is a happy ride with Baymax uh, where you join your very own personal health care companion for a musical whip ride. Um, and that's very much like the Mater's, uh ride mm-hmm. out in California or the Alien Saucer Spin right. in Florida. Um, there's also the new centerpiece of the area, which is the Beauty and the Beast Castle. And inside there, they have the Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, um, which I believe is actually a ride. Oh, really? Uh, which looks really cool. And then the last uh, video that they posted is from Minnie's Style Studio. Uh, where you can meet Minnie herself, and I guess she has a small studio where she works on um, clothing and, and whatnot, and it looks to be pretty inventive. Oh, cute. Uh, kind of in the theme of the old uh, Toontown. Yep. In uh, Walt Disney World.
1: Yeah, I think that kitschy stuff does better
0: over there. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, and on to Universal. They have finally announced the VelociCoaster.
0: That's right. We've been talking about it for well over a month now. Um, but the VelociCoaster has been announced. in is that the what islands they're calling it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it will open in 2021. They didn't give an exact date, um, but this is the official announcement. Step into Jurassic Park and stand in awe and wonder at a land transformed by science after 65 million years. But don't be deceived by the island's beauty because danger lurks behind every corner. Only here can you live the adventure of coming face-to-face with giant creatures of Earth's past, encounter raptors roaming every day, or take a daring raft expedition through jungles teeming with dinosaurs. For those brave enough to visit the raptor paddock, you may be able to carefully approach one of these deadly predators. Then feel the rush of the hunt as you race through the jungle alongside raptors on the Jurassic World Velocicoaster, a new species of roller coaster coming summer to uh, 2021. All right. So, um... Yeah, you know, it's it's not that much of, a, of an announcement because this coaster, they yeah. started building it during the pandemic yeah. and finished it a few weeks ago. And
1: everybody's been watching. So
0: everybody everybody's aware of it and everybody's been watching.
1: But it's good to finally see the actual announcement. Yes. Um, so big Florida news, not necessarily good news, I don't know, uh, but the Florida governor has lifted the restrictions on bars, restaurants, and stores, which pretty much means Florida's 100% open.
0: Right. So... Uh, There was a press conference with Governor DeSantis the other day who said that they are moving what they will uh, initially called phase three and that for restaurants, there will be no limitations from the state of Florida. Uh, They're also saying in the state of Florida that everybody has the right to work and that local governments can do reasonable regulations, but they just can't say no. Um,
1: Meaning what? To what?
0: Don't know. That's, that's what the governor said. So take, take that however you want it. Um, Now, Disney, uh, So on top of the, there's the government of the state of Florida, and then uh, Orange County, which has their own mayor, and then within Orange County is Walt Disney World Resort, as well as Universal Resort, but we're focusing on Disney here. Um, Disney has responded to the governor's order. Uh, via email to the Fox 35 affiliate down in Orlando. And they stated that uh, we have received the governor's executive order and are evaluating it to determine what it may mean for our business. We are not making any immediate changes. As a reminder, face coverings are still required at Walt Disney World.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're ever going to change. Well, maybe never. Um, They're not going to change that for, you know, probably a year or two that you're going to not see, that you're going to keep seeing face coverings. Mm -hmm. I mean, until... COVID is just not even a thing that anyone even talks about. Um, I think you're going to continue to see those. I think they might up their numbers for restaurants, um, you know, because if there's not going to be any restrictions, that's a huge part for them. Um, And I think they may, um, you know, up their numbers that they'll allow into the parks. Mm -hmm. But definitely the masks are going to stay. They may have to back off on the distance that they're making people stand. They may have to back off on how distant they're putting people in these rides. Right. Because if you up your your numbers that you allow in. Oh, yeah.
0: You can't go you, with the restrictions. You can't around. have
1: one party in a boat right. for uh, Small World. Right. So, I mean, that, that sort of plays into the whole plexiglass thing. You know, if you're putting the plexiglass in, they may have to change some of the way that they that they load their their um, ride vehicles, in the sense that you know, when you come up and you say how big your party is, you know, there might be some sort of a chart or whatever. It's like you know, because each spot, you know, depending upon how the plexiglass is, you know, this is a spot for three, this is a spot for two. Right. You know that you have to p- put people in, you know, based on their party size. You know, you know, you're a party of four. We already have a party of four in this boat. You have to wait for the next boat. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think it's going to end up meaning that they're going to increase things a little bit. So we will see.
0: Got you. Uh, Just going back to what the governor said. um, So his executive order removes all of the remaining statewide restrictions on businesses that were put in place due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The order takes effect immediately and prohibits local jurisdictions from closing or fining businesses due to pandemic related policies. Mm, That's crap. So essentially the, um, orange county government the mayor of orange county has mandated that masks have to be worn so if someone does not wear a mask you cannot find them because the you state can't do
1: anything about it they the totally state supersedes
0: took, the county they
1: totally took the power away from the county yep. which is crap yep but i think most of what the florida governor does is crap so well
0: at, at least he's doing something unlike the governor in california why the governor? governor in california hasn't oh he's just not anything. opening things right. but
1: i mean he's doing things he is he's trying to improve what's going on there mm-hmm. you know I understand, I think it's super annoying that he's not allowing um, Disney to open in California, but they're not the only amusement park in Florida. And as we saw, a place like Hershey Park, one of these smaller places, does not do a good job right. with trying to open and keep all these measures in place. So, you know, I'm sure that he's that's what he's concerned about. Um, anyhow, we're going to move on to some movie news. Uh, We know that we are waiting for Soul to come out in the theaters. It seems that a Pixar short Burrow is going to premiere before Soul.
0: That's right. Soul is expected still on November 20th, and their latest Spark short, uh, which is a series of films that are created on limited time and limited budgets... Um, They've been on Disney Plus before, but this one is getting a release in front of Soul, and it's called Burrow, and it looks to be the story of a bunch of burrowing animals in a yard.
1: Ah, darn, I thought it was going to be about donkeys.
0: And No, no, it's burrow with a W as opposed to burrow with, uh, and I don't roll my R's properly, so forgive me. Um, But it does have a cute little bunny, Mm. and uh, it's a 2D hand-drawn animated film done by one woman. All right. So Pixar shorts are usually pretty good.
1: They are, but that doesn't look Pixar like. That doesn't look like, um, you know, the, the type of animation that we're used to from, mm-hmm. from Pixar. That just looks like hand drawn.
0: Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it does.
1: I, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. It's just it's not what I think of when I think of Pixar. All right. It's usually like computer animation. Right. But, and this does not look to be no, computer it animation. All right, and then last up in Disney Plus news, Samuel Jackson is going to be in a new Disney Plus series. Oh, that's
0: Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, this came as a complete shock. Uh, normally you hear a lot of rumors and stuff before a show is announced, but uh, Samuel L. Jackson will be reprising his role as Nick Fury mm-hmm. in a new Disney Plus Marvel show currently under development. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, For me, anyway.
1: No, I mean, I like his character.
0: You know, Nick Fury has been a part of uh, interwoven throughout the Marvel Universe and an integral part of many of the stories. But, um, you know, this is the first time he's getting the lead on something. So uh, that should be pretty cool. There's no details yet, but, you know, it'll probably shoot in 2021 and then come out either in late 2021 or early uh, 2022. Yeah, it could be a little time, but that's very exciting. Yeah, very big. Is that it?
1: Yeah, how did I do with my organization? I think you laid
0: the stories out very nicely. Oh, I would have segmented you. them differently, but... You but know, I still did good. We'll see if the, if the listenership drops. That'll be <laughs> our indication. You know, if we go from 14 to 9... Right, then right. ...then we'll know people yeah. didn't like your, the way you <laughs> laid it out. In any event, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.